0: Hello and cheers to all of you listeners. So imagine your life as a success in the States and overseas. Now imagine serving your country and serving as a leader in industry too. Well, today's guest is someone who has created something new and crushed assignments throughout. He successfully transitioned from military life to business leadership. And that, as you can probably guess, is how the Business of Life Masterclass episode is going to flow today because it's all about moving through life with energy and purpose. So, greetings, everyone. It's Debbie Lenberg, performance coach, author, and
1: CEO of the national consulting firm, presenting powerfully. Barb Zant here, media sales leader and founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, the Stay at Work Mom Debbie. What an inspiring topic that we have today. And even though you know our guests, our listeners, and myself are really ready and appreciative to learn more. So who is our inspirational interview that's with us today?
0: Well, of course, I'm excited to share that with you, Barb. So he spent the last 20 years as a Green Beret in the U.S. Army Special Forces and was part of multiple combat tours to Afghanistan and Iraq, as well as Allied support trips to most of the countries in Central and South America. So we certainly thank him for his service. He rose to the highest Army enlisted rank, and his final position was in charge of SOCOM's Global Human Performance and Wellness Program. Let me say that again, Global Human Performance and Wellness Program, which, by the way, had an astonishing budget of $100 million annually. And that's really good to think about that that our military cares about the wellness. So he created and hosted Special Ops Command's first official podcast. So how fun to have another podcast host. It was called Softcast, and it grew to the top 1% globally. Can you imagine that? How wonderful was that? So now he's not there. So what's he going to do with that success? He's launching a new podcast, and it's called Prep for Impact, and it's in partnership with the Green Beret Foundation. Guess what? Our timing couldn't be better. We're so thrilled because he shared with us the first five episodes are going to launch on August 30th. So now he's retired from the army just this year, and he's vice president of strategy and markets for Trifecta Networks, which is a global IT hardware and services sales company. So if that wasn't enough, while he was doing all of this amazing stuff for our country throughout the world, he got married. He's been married for over 16 years to his amazing wife those are his words and I'm sure they're true and he's blessed as he says to be the father of three young children 5, 7 and 9. So Barb and all of our listeners please welcome Matt Parrish.
2: Thank you guys. I'm excited to be on this morning uh, quite the I feel a little bit like Daenerys Stormborn Game of Thrones like you know 400 different titles in front of my name but I appreciate it. It's a, it's an honor to be with you guys.
1: So, Matt, thank you for your service, and thank you for being here today. I'm so happy to um, meet you. We asked you on today because you're an expert, as Debbie said, in elite leadership. And the reason that is so important for our listeners is because we could all benefit from your experience, and that's for ourselves and for the teams that we lead. So, thank you for being here again. Since you've been on various shows and had your own podcast, and you have tuned in what made you specifically want to be on our show, the Business of Life Masterclass?
2: I really, you know, I really like your focus, especially the four questions. Uh, like I'm I'm very passionate. It's one of the reasons that I am uh, like getting back into the podcast game is I think learning from other people's uh, perspectives, especially people who are trying to move in a positive way or trying to find improvement in themselves and in the processes that they're in. Uh, is something that I'm very interested in, and so uh, I was lucky enough to meet Debbie at a uh, local transition event. And after hearing her speak and us being able to chat a little bit afterwards, uh, it was like a no brainer to me that uh, you know our kind of our thoughts align and and what we're trying to do in the world uh, is is really aligned. So I love what you guys are doing, and I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Thank you for sharing your insights into our show and to help set us up for success today. Before Debbie gets into our podcast for. What is one thing that you are super excited about right now and how you are leading and living your life?
2: Yeah, I, I'm in a like a season of transition. So there's a lot of excitement. You know, there's a lot of stress in those things. but There's a lot of excitement in, uh, you know, getting a new job and trying to build something here at Trifecta Networks that, uh, you know, is is successful, that's. Uh, you know, gives us gives us uh, not only monetary success, but passion and fulfillment and something that we can be proud of. But also in launching that new podcast, you know, as you guys know, uh, momentum is key. Getting something moving and going is sometimes the hardest thing. uh, And so just sort of climbing up the wall uh, to get it released. And then as we can get the ball rolling, hopefully, uh, you know, continue to have success and be able to bring awesome people on. So I'm excited. Like I said, uh, anytime you're in transition, it's stressful, but there's also excitement to it. Right. You're, you're doing new things. You're building new things. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's just one of those one of those uh, blessings. It's like you'd always be rather you'd rather be busy than sitting around. Uh, it makes time go quickly, uh, but it gives you something to always wake up and do every day. Right. So,
1: yeah, I love the passion and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Great works. Definitely. And you
0: are certainly moving through it. As you said, you may be in transition. It seems like you're getting a lot done as you're moving into these directions. So it's exciting and we certainly appreciate that you're here. So as you know, we move into our podcast four, as you mentioned and Barb mentioned. So the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast Four, these are those four questions that we learn from every one of our guests, just like we're about to learn from you. So the question is consistently, are you ready, Matt?
2: I am. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay.
0: We like to check. We figured you were. (laughs)
2: All
0: right. So what time do you get up in the morning and what is that morning routine that you believe gets your day started right?
2: So I will be uh, perhaps one of your only guests that will admit that I am not a morning person i don't jump up first thing in the morning like man i'm attacking the day right like from the outside most people assume navy seals green berets like special operations whatever it's like everybody that is successful in it jumps up at 4 a.m runs you know 10 miles like paul hussar that you had on and is a super excited uh to face the day my five-year-old is that way and i love it he's gonna he's gonna conquer the world if he can have my work ethic and be ready in the morning but for me, uh, you know, I'm a night owl, right? I start feeling better. Like my rhythm is late at night. That's where I, where I do my best work creatively, everything else. Unfortunately, that's not good for the business world or uh, in, you know, the elite military. We have to get up and get after it, right? And so for me, it's about movement, right? It's about I got to get up and get moving. As I said earlier, like I'm really big on momentum, uh, whether it's personally and actually physically getting moving but also in projects and things like that. I have to force myself to, doesn't matter how you feel, you got to get moving. And once the ball starts rolling. And so for me, it's jumping up and, you know, not feeling like it sometimes, but at least getting out, whether it's walking the dog, sometimes, uh, you know, I try to go out uh, multiple times a week and try to walk nine holes and play golf, like first thing at crack of dawn. And it just gets me moving, gets me excited, uh, gets the blood pumping. And then, uh, you know, I've got a pretty long commute to work, uh, you know, Uh, At least for me, it's 45, 50 minutes easily. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that I like to do is, uh, you know, I'm a believer in in Jesus Christ and I want to be able to read my Bible, but I don't have enough time to be able to like sit and do the classic, like, oh, I'm going to take this 30 minutes. And so I listen to a couple of chapters uh, on the way in. I'm really big on listening to the Bible, but also into podcasts and books on tape and all those, you know, Audible is like, I'm all over those things, right? Because if you can maximize the time where you're already Uh, You know, you're in the car, you're listening to something, uh, you know, let's try to learn something. Let's try to get better. Uh, You know, that that morning routine for me is, uh, you know, spending some time in the word keeps me grateful uh, for what I've been blessed with. Uh, It gives me an opportunity to, to, you know, humble myself and realize that, you know, I'm not the main character uh, and that, you know, there's uh, there's a lot to be done. And, uh, you know, it gets me motivated to go do it.
0: Mm hmm. Wow. You're not the first night owl. and Uh, Right. A lot of people though, do, do get up really early, but here's the thing about the beauty of the business of life masterclass, getting to learn from people like you, Matt, is it's the reminder that things can change too. Even though you're not a morning person, look at all you accomplished by pushing yourself to do it. So, so since your morning routine may be a little bit different than some of our guests and that works what's something other than building that momentum in the morning uh even if you're forcing yourself to do it what is that extra umph that you believe if other people did it it would assist them in in achieving success too
2: yeah absolutely i think um you know i will say i, I guess i didn't totally answer the question somewhere around six o'clock because i know i was supposed to say what time i get up uh okay. but uh you know it it's has it is modified for me right like when i was uh you know when i was in the military it was get up and do a lot of really you know hard workouts before uh probably the time that i'm moving around now right uh, i think one of the things that everyone can do to give them themselves a little bit of ump is like realize that seasons are different right for me right now like coming back you know i had a bunch of injuries towards the tail end of my career and so i i had a lot of trouble realizing that like okay, I may not be able to do everything that I used to be able to do and get up and run, you know, five miles and, and feel great about it. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to do nothing, right? There's got to be something. And so I think realizing, you know, I wish everybody had the perspective to realize that like in different seasons, you may not be able to do exactly what you want to do, but you can do the best that you can in each season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, really focusing on like trying to get better every day across a broad spectrum of things, right? And like self-awareness and um you know being self-critical in a growth mindset way not in a you know cutting yourself down as far as your self-perception or anything else but being realistic and realizing like hey okay what am i doing well what am i not doing well and how can i address it and looking for the root causes of things and not just the the ultimate um you know action at the end sort of the fruit of the issue You know, I try to go back to the root of the issue, like, okay, if I'm not being successful in this, like it's probably not just that. There's probably some back channel things that I'm not doing or I'm not getting up and I'm not getting after it or I'm not focusing on the precursors to success that ultimately end up. You know, people that are, quote unquote, lucky are usually very prepared and usually diligent, very, uh, you know, doing all the precursors. And then suddenly luck is a lot more prevalent uh, when you're doing the right things. Right. So I guess yes. what I would say for, you know, I wish everybody, I think what gives me a little bit of umph is just being, being self-aware at times and realizing like, okay, um, there's always something to improve on. There's always something that I want to make sure that, uh, you know, it's me versus me. It's not me versus everyone else. It's like, what can I do better, uh, each day in each little phase of my life to make sure that I'm moving in the right direction
0: couple of really important messages there in that it's emotional intelligence too. Like you said, with the self-awareness and realizing what's going on. And we like to remind people it's, you can celebrate others. I mean, they can be running the five miles before you do, and you can still be happy for them while you're doing something else. Like to your point, you're not competing against others to win because you'll, you'll lose each time because there's always going to be somebody a little bit faster, a little bit, whatever it is. If you compete against yourself, that that makes the winning experience. So thank you for that reminder. All right, Matt. So you've definitely had probably five lifetimes of experiences because you have put yourself in a position to create so many opportunities. Like you said, it's not luck. So who or what's been the biggest influence in your life and your success and the, the way you're able to move through things as you transition? And very importantly, what have you done with that influence?
2: Sure. Yeah, there's a couple layers that, you know, as I was thinking about this question, uh, you know, there's a bunch of different ways. As all of us, we've all been, uh, you know, had big influences in our lives. I think, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier sort of foundational faith is really important to me. It's been a huge influence on my life, how, I, um, how I'm how i rooted to faith in God and, uh, you know, trying to walk his path, it it allows you to be freed up to just try to do your best to what, you know, he's kind of aligned you on. So that's a huge influence. Uh, my family's a huge influence, you know, as you become more, um, you know, as you, as you build a family, and you have more and more responsibility, there's an influence there to make sure that, uh you know i'm i'm raising my children uh, the right way to be uh you know responsible and respectful and all the things that we want uh attribute wise but also it's uh you know hey i, I got to make sure that i'm providing that i'm uh you know making good decisions and i'm not flippantly making just uh you know personal decisions that end up splashing poorly on my family because i want to you know, throw my hands up at, and run away from some problem and realize, like, no, I have I have a lot of responsibility at home uh, with, you know, my again, my wife and those little kids. But I think the biggest influence is you kind of teed up at the, you know, at the kind of transition between question two and question three is I was blessed to spend almost 20 years w- surrounded by people that were better than me, faster than me, smarter than me. Uh, You know, all these different things. And it was the honor of my life in special forces as a Green Beret to just try to keep up with them. Right. There's always everybody's got shining examples. And when you're you're surrounded by elite people, like you said, there's always going to be someone better than you than all these different tasks. And so it drives you. And that's part of the reason now I wanted to, like, stay stay in tune with that and continue to talk to really high performing and high character people through the podcast, because I don't want to lose that influence, that influence of having a players that you're just trying to keep up with. And you're trying to make sure, uh, you know, they're trying to, uh, you know, they're serving for you and you're serving for them and you're pushing each other and, you know, iron sharpening iron. And I think as a huge influence, right. Like being mm-hmm. able to be surrounded by incredible, incredible humans, uh, was just a, a gift really. Uh, I mean, it was so formative, In that, uh, you know, you can't feel sorry for yourself when the guy next to you is missing half his leg and is Mm -hmm. still dominating in the gym and is still running five miles. And, you know, I've had a lot of injuries myself and had a lot of neck surgeries and back surgeries and the ability to look and not just be someone from far away, but literally someone, you know, who's had to overcome amazing things as well. And it's just a, you know, rising tide raises all boats type of thing. And so that's been a huge influence that I'm incredibly grateful for. It's something that uh, you know, it was an honor just to be around these people, but for them to also influence me and help push me towards success is something I'm forever grateful for.
0: And I can only imagine that if we got to talk with them, they'd you'd inspire them in some way, shape, or form many times okay. on how you handled it. And that that's what I'm hearing out of it is this this reciprocity and respect and lifting each other up. And you're right. I tend to call that mox humility. You have the mm-hmm. moxie to do things and you have the humility to realize other people yeah. are really good too. So thank you for that. Now we do shift gears a bit, as you know, on our fourth question, because our series and ultimately our masterclass that we're starting now with some of our guests that we've had on who who work within the the circle of folks who've been on the show and share some of their insights deeper we like to focus on the positive. Absolutely. At the same time, we've really seen, and you likely have with all your experiences, that there are some things that people are doing that if they'd stop doing them, it would likely project them forward in a positive way. What's something that you've noticed in that, that falls into that category, Matt?
2: Absolutely. I, I, uh, you know, All three of us, I know you two are both very accomplished speakers. You do motivational speaking. You do training for other public speakers and all those things. And I've I've been blessed to be able to do some public speaking, some motivational stuff. I, uh, you know, my current role here at Trifecta Networks, I'm in charge of our sales force, especially our young business development reps, right? And it very much reminds me of some of the counseling for the younger uh, sort of soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines that I did, uh, in my previous job. And a lot of what I've been focused on lately, I don't know how you guys approach motivational speaking and things like that. I usually go at it as like, Hey, listen, I'm not up here telling you, I know everything and I've got it lit cause I'm continually improving. So let me just tell you what I'm working on right now. Right. And like, let's go on this journey together. And for me with these folks right now, it is, uh, you know, I bring up motivational speaking because everybody wants motivation and no one wants discipline, right? And so the difference is motivation is how I feel about doing something. And one day I might be on fire for the world to do it. And one day it might be really low. Discipline, on the other hand, is gonna keep me above that minimum success line each day. I'm not gonna allow myself just because I don't feel like it to perform under the line of effort that I know is at least minimally successful, right? And so people, you know, uh, bring folks like us in and they're like, hey, I want my people to be motivated and blah, blah, blah. It's like, great. I can get them motivated and I can get them up and I can get them fired up. And it might last today. It might last a week. It might last a month that they remember something I said. But what really is going to make them successful and overall the organization successful is a commitment to the discipline of I'm not going to just because I don't feel like it doesn't mean I'm not going to do what's going to make us successful, right? And that's one of the things that, when I look back at my time on like special forces teams and things like that, that was what made us "quote unquote" elite. It was that we knew right and left of us that it doesn't matter if I don't feel like doing something, I've got to do it at a high enough standard to to serve for the left, the you know the guy and gal left or right of me because they're relying on me, right. And so that's something that I wish. I wish more people understood the difference in the emotion of motivation versus Mm -hmm. the actual action of being disciplined. Uh, And, you know, once you start thinking those terms, you realize when you wake up and it 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 isn't that day that like, okay, it's going to be an uphill battle today. But I'm disciplined enough because I care enough about the people that I work with or my family relationships at home or whatever, that I'm not going to allow myself to not uh, put in the effort that it's going to take to at least be the minimum of success. Mm -hmm. Right. And so just not letting your, not letting your effort level drop below that, even when you don't feel like it, uh, it's tough, but that's what I really wish, uh, you know, something I'm working on every day. And it's something that I, uh, you know, I try to coach younger folks on uh, so that they understand it's not all about how you feel. It's about what you got to get done and you got to be disciplined to do it.
0: And you're right back to that, that comparing yourself to self because it could be tempting for people to say, "Well, somebody else isn't doing it," and so uh, you're you're consistently reminding us of it's you there and what you do. I like to say when you lay your head on the pillow, you're the only one who knows if you did your best.
1: Yeah, because
0: it, it could look really good to other people. So thank you so much. I mean, what good I, I see Barb smiling because I know she has a lot of notes and she's our terrific note taker and. Gets us going on assignments, so thank you, Matt, for sharing that. And Barb, what's on what's on your your sheet there for us to do?
1: That that was super motivational, and you know the theme that I saw is that forward momentum. That do it anyways, and so that based on you know the theme that I, I saw, I'm going to embrace my night owl and my uh, season that I'm in with a 15 year old uh, at home, and also just really tune into that self awareness of being better every single day um do it anyways because all of our uh seasons are different and even with the the morning routine the the movement every single day which you know i do incorporate but you know really making sure that i'm not at that minimum level and i'm not but honing in on that a little bit so debbie your list might look a little bit different but if are you willing to incorporate some of these or all of these in the next week or so
0: Absolutely. I'm happy to think about what else are we listening to. And even, even when I speak on inspiration versus motivation, incorporating that discipline. So I'm, I'm definitely have some things on my list that I can incorporate that we will certainly follow through on. That's, that's for sure. So, you know, I will do that. So Matt, you gave us a lot and we appreciate it. So is there a final thought that you have for a quick closing comment?
2: I just want to say thank you. Like uh, you know, again, there's nothing. Uh, it's nothing revolutionary, right? Usually, the most impactful things are building block, foundational things that we know we should do, and we just have to do it anyway. As as Debbie, or excuse me, as Barb said, and it's uh, you know it. it is not always the flashy thing. One of the biggest misconceptions about elite special operations is that we do these really flashy, flashy, crazy things, and that's what makes us elite. It really is mastering the basics and being committed to the person left and right of you to re- be incredibly good and incredibly diligent at the building block, basic foundational thing. So I appreciate the message that you guys spread. And I appreciate you having me on the show for sure.
1: Well, thank you.
0: Thanks so much. So listeners, I'm sure you want more so you can stay connected with Matt Parrish on social media under his name, M-A-T-T-P-A-R-R-I-S-H, and that will be in our show notes. Please mark your calendar, though. His podcast, Prep for Impact, in partnership with the Green Beret Foundation, is going to release on August 30th, so it's just a few days from from when you're listening to this likely, or if you're listening to this later. You can go back and catch up with that. We will post those links too. And remember, he's at a new organization now, Trifecta Network, so you can follow them as well. Similarly, you can certainly catch up with Barb and me on Instagram at the Business of Life Masterclass. Facebook as well. Barb is at the Stay at Work Mom, and I am Debbie Lundberg, most everywhere. So if you like the positivity, purpose, and overall, what you heard today to get you driving through in that forward momentum that you heard Matt talk about and Barb capture so beautifully, then then rate the show five stars. We're committed to providing you with five-star guests and inspiration like Matt has so kindly given.
1: So stay tuned for our follow-through episode in the next five to 15 days about how Debbie and I did implementing Matt's ideas. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks, y'all.